Influencers Network Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Craig. I'm the Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries here in Bentonville, Arkansas. And I've got a couple special guests today that I'm excited for you guys to meet. And uh, I've got Eric Harris. Uh, he's a local uh, guy, businessman here in Northwest Arkansas. Welcome, Eric. Hey, Brian. Eric uh, went through my journey group with his wife, Tina, uh, a couple of years ago, three years ago, I guess it's been maybe. Yeah. Almost five. Almost five? 2016. That's oh, man. right. Time yeah, flies time when you're flies. having fun, doesn't it? <laughs> That's, That's right. right. And uh, and his oldest son, Jackson, is here with us. Welcome, Jackson. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And how old are you, Jackson? I'm 21. 21 years old. Okay. So um, so we're going to, it's it's a little bit of a, uh, oh, I don't I was going to say a father-son story, but but it is, uh, there's a lot, lot to unpack here. But uh, I wanted you guys to get to know these guys because, uh, uh, Eric, let's just start with you and just talk sure. a little bit about um, that first journey group we went through and uh, kind of what where you were in your life, you know, coming into that and then what, you know, what impacted you in that first journey group. And then we'll bring kind of Jackson's story into this after that. Absolutely. So. Well, in 2016, uh, it was a really amazing journey group because you were actually in there co-guiding it and some others. Mm-hmm. And we had some really strong men who had been through the journey as men. Mm-hmm. And so they were bringing their wives through it to mm-hmm. get them, uh, you know, immersed in the journey. And so it was just a real special time. We just happened to some friends of ours were going to come in and, and we decided to join. And and it was just amazing that the transformation, our marriage was struggling a little bit and a lot mm-hmm. uh, because of a lot of different stressors and things like that related to what we'll talk about today. But, you know, the, the journey itself, it was just an amazing experience with all these special people that we bonded closely. But more importantly, we started self-feeding and we we got close to Christ and and just as our relationships went vertical it strengthened our marriages and and it really was fun to see everyone catch fire in the in that class yeah oh yeah not class the journey group. yeah you know I'll correct you I'm, when I you call it a class all the time. that's okay <laughs> that's right you're not the first one to do that yeah um we we call it a process because it's uh it doesn't yeah. really end right it just right. it's it, the rest of your life process yeah, absolutely <laughs> um so what what are a few of the takeaways for you personally you know, how it impacted you personally in your faith, where you were at that season? You know, I, I felt like before entering into that time, uh, I was I was just kind of soft and not really deep in my journey and my walk. I had a lot of head knowledge. I had a lot of, you know, going through the motions kind of experience. But once I hit that and, and realized a lot of the different aspects of, of walking with Christ and and uh, just just going through that process, it really opened my eyes and made me realize that it was incumbent upon me to, you know, request that and to to uh, self feed and to get in the word, and and that would run over into others. And it just it taught me a lot about myself. It strengthened my marriage, and my wife was it was incredible. She's a strong woman of faith anyway, but it just solidified that. Mm-hmm. And I still struggle with journaling. That as a male, I still have trouble with that. Mm-hmm. But we just continue to work, and and the process of and the journey itself has just been amazing. And the people I've met, I've been through 
four or five different groups now. Mm -hmm. uh, some co-guiding. You know, now I'm participating in an online virtual uh, journey group with men all over the country and in another country as well. So um, it, it's just incredible. And you, I tell these guys that you know the journey itself. When you meet someone else in that, you automatically extend trust to that person. It's it's amazing yeah. how you just you just feel like that person's your family no matter what. And so it, it's incredible to have that camaraderie and and that kind of accountability mm -hmm. because you feel like you want to live up to those people as well. And, 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 you know, with your walk. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I believe it's, it's, it's been an amazing uh, process and, and uh, has had a huge impact on my life. Well, and you were, you were, you've always been a leader, I think, since even since you were younger, always kind of been one of those guys that just leads and you owned a business and, mm -hmm. and you've been involved in politics at times. And, and so now you're leading, in things of the faith, right? Which That's is, right. that was kind of a new thing in the yeah, last five years. Absolutely. It, yeah. it was, it, it really helped me to step out. And when you do take that role as a, as a guide and, you know, I don't really look at it as leading or so much as just helping. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how you guys view it. And you learn more about yourself and more about your faith doing that than just participating. So oh, yeah. it's, it's even more transformative. That's a good plug for all those people out there who've gone through the journey and they checked it off and they didn't go Absolutely. forward and lead. It's like Absolutely. you're missing out the hugest blessing if you just go and pay it forward. And to, to help people. guide others and see them come into their own. It's wow. there's no other experience like that. It's, yeah, that's the greatest incredible. joy. Oh yeah. yeah. So I, I want to ask Jackson um, if do you remember your dad going through the journey? Your mom and dad. Yeah. Did, you probably didn't even know what it was. I, I didn't another... know at the time what it was, but I definitely saw a change. Like. I remember um, my dad talked about there were marriage problems. Like there was like a big fight in uh, March and I was just scared of what would happen to our family. And it was just amazing. The 180 degree turnaround that the journey brought about. Mm. So you saw it, you were an eyewitness. Yes. Just saw just, was it more of a change in your dad? Do you think? I think it was a change in both of them. Just really? more of a leaning on God and abiding. Mm hmm. Yeah, which uh, which you're learning about now. So yes. uh, so let's you know the journey meets people where they are, and I think everyone's got a story going on in their life. Mm -hmm. And and I love the journey. Just you know, Rocky says experience trumps theory. You can have a bunch of theological principles, but if it doesn't apply to your real life, what good is it, right? So Absolutely. and Jesus was the same way. He was always making it apply to real life. So part of your story is uh, is Jackson and some health stuff that mm -hmm. happened when his. So tell everybody a little bit about. Where that all, how that all started, and right. So Jackson's story and is is uh, it's been a long road. He was he was born with health issues. We knew it prior to his birth. Uh, back then, technology wasn't great. Uh, believe it or not, it's it's you know really come around in a lot of ways. And we so we knew going into his birth that that there would be issues. And so he was born with damage to both of his kidneys. Okay. And then his bladder was also an issue as well. So which caused the problem. So we, we went through multiple surgeries. We've been to Arkansas Children's Hospital in Little Rock many, many times and had many, many nights and stays and things of that nature. And then finally in 2005, I believe, I, I lost track, 2004, that's right, thanks. Um, I donated my kidney to Jackson. Okay. We, I had that opportunity, I was a match. His mom was also a match. So I chose to do it because my caretaking skills weren't quite where they could have been. Yeah. And <laughs> so we did that up in Cincinnati. So we traveled to Cincinnati, Ohio, the Children's Hospital there and did that. So, mm -hmm. you know, we've 
his his health has taken us around the country in different ways. And uh, so anyway, they they everything went well, and and you know they followed him. And in 2018, that transplant started failing. Okay. And so there were a lot of things and a lot of struggles that that started through all that. And so by the by the end of that year, we had started visiting with Nashville Vanderbilt uh, University Medical about a, another transplant and getting him on their transplant list. And then of course COVID hit and that kind of slowed things down. And Jackson had to go on dialysis for a short period of time. And so that was a that was a real you know a journey and. I'm really kind of giving you the fifty thousand foot because of the time we could we could spend hours talking about oh, yeah, it. Yeah. But you know the stress and the strains and the you know drop everything, leave town to get to a hospital. Or I think in 2019 that was a really tough year because his surgery he had a surgery uh, in March of that year, and so we were up in Cincinnati for about a month. Okay, and uh, he was in ICU and had some very critical moments. Was that the one that we gathered around and prayed over him before you guys went? That's right. Yeah, I remember that. That's exactly right. He was in Washington Regional. Well, no, that was in August. He was in Washington Regional uh, in Fayetteville, and he had a a bowel obstruction from that surgery. And so they had to air flight him up to to have an emergency surgery there, and that was the one that that we met about. So that was all in 2019, and there really wasn't a single month in that year that there wasn't a hospital involved. Okay. So that was that was kind of a rough time. Jackson had to withdraw from college twice, mm-hmm. so put a lot of his life on hold and going forward. And as a young man, that's that's tough. You yeah. know, his parents, that's tough to see. And uh, but you know, through it all, we we journeyed up to Cincinnati and met some some wonderful friends there, and and actually a pastor up there. We stayed at his Airbnb. Didn't even know this this person and his wife and. It's actually he has a connection back here to Northwest Arkansas. His his uh, brother is a pastor in Springdale, mm-hmm. and uh, we have a lot of mutual people that we know. So you know, God uses those moments to to infuse believers together. And mm. and although we had incredibly challenging and tough times, uh, he he provided uh, through it all, and we just were thankful for that. I, I think when things like that happen, to me, it's God letting us know that he's there. That's right. That he's in the midst of it all. That's, you know, it seems exactly right. like crazy. And then, and looking back, I can do, we could just tell you time and time again, you know, that, that, that the different things that have occurred that, that he did display himself, you know, and that's why journaling is important. So you can kind of mm-hmm. reflect back on some of that. Um, and then in November, Jackson, we finally, after all this COVID, uh, the issues, we were finally able to get him on the transplant list at Vanderbilt this last June. Okay. And so once you get on that list, it's just, you know, you're, you're thankful for that and you're, you're ready, but, and you can get a call at a moment's notice. And that's what happened in November. Okay. We got a call at midnight that said, Hey, we've, we've got the, we've got the kidney and uh, we're ready. We're ready for you. Get over here. And it's an eight hour drive. Uh-huh. So we didn't been ingrained, but Hey, you've got 30 minutes, get in the car and go. And so we did. Mm. We threw everything we could in the car, and or the, the and we just took off eight hours to Nashville, and and uh, by that evening he had an, a new kidney in place. Wow! And so, uh, you know, the 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 sombering moment of that is your your son, your child just got a new lease on life, but yet a nineteen year old female passed away. Yeah. In order for that to happen, and so we, you know, it's always a you think about that and you mm-hmm. pray for that family and you think, boy, it's, it's coming up on Thanksgiving and Christmas. And, you know, you just, you just mm-hmm. pray for them as well. And you're, you're thankful and you're, but you're also very, 
you know, you're delighted as, as to that, but you're also very somber about it as well. Sure, so. sure. It's kind of that lesson in, that we learn in the faith that death can lead to life, you know. That's and, right. And, and so, so, and so Jackson, uh, in the midst of all this, the most recent deal, um, you had a desire to go through the journey group, right? Yes. So tell me a little bit about that. Um, well, I had just seen the impact it had on my parents, and I just kind of wanted to be a part of that. And <laughs> I just find it funny that, um, the same year I went through the journey group was the same year I uh, got my kidney. Like that's one of the little details that God is looking out for and putting in there. But uh, yeah, it's created a whole new support group for me, I would say. And a lot of guys I can just talk to and they're like family, like my dad said, um, all across the nation. Uh, just, I haven't, uh, I've missed a lot due to health issues and having that transplant done, but I plan to go through it a second time and hopefully with a lot of, a lot of the members from the same group. Okay. Well, I remember you, uh, your dad telling me you were interested and in, uh, the fact that it part, it was a partial virtual. So they were meeting live here at my office here, but then mm -hmm. half the group was coming in virtually on our video conference through zoom. Okay. And so I think you were thinking that would be because Jackson at the time was pretty sick. Like he needed that, I mean, you, it was questionable whether or not you'd be able to come here live, Yeah. but you still were coming up here and yeah. you wanted to be here with the guys, right? Yeah. So you were making it up here every time you could be in the office, right? Yeah. So tell me a little bit about what, what you've learned out of the journey so far. You're, you're still not finished yet, but. Well, the biggest thing I've learned is abiding in Christ and that that really separates um, one Christian from the other is um, who abides and who doesn't like. Like we we learned about the uh, branches being cut off um, from the uh, fig tree, and um, sorry, I'm a bit nervous. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. No, you're doing great. Uh, but uh, just abiding in Christ and continuing continuing to journal and uh, get into the Word and just stay in that relationship with God and stay with keep an open communication line with him and never uh, fall out of that. Even if you do uh, follow that for a short period, just get back into it, do the best you can. That's all. That's all God's asking for is for your best. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I think I'm thinking about the average 21 year old. I mean, not being judgmental, but most 21 year olds aren't thinking about things of faith and maybe a little bit, but they're just busy running around crazy thinking, you know, they're going to live forever, that's you right. know, that's right. <laughs> but um, you've had a unique perspective. So you have a more, I mean, I've heard some of the guys in your group even talked about you, like Paul Holzmer, one of your guides, he's a good friend of mine, you know, said uh, you have such a maturity for 21 years old. So, uh, but life, you had to go through some suffering and, and that's kind of one of the tenets in the journey is that suffering produces character and, you know, like you're talking about pruning and sifting and all those things are painful. So it hasn't been a cakewalk. It's been rough, but on the other side of it, there's some real de depth, you know, and even, even yeah. stuff you can pass on to other people, I think. So, so what, what have you noticed, Eric? And since Jackson, what, what, as an observer, you're not part of this group. You're just, you've just been watching this, right? Absolutely. And my intention was to not be a part of his group because I wanted him to have that ability to get with some new guys and, uh -huh. and to have a kind of a safe, not necessarily safe, but not have dad involved in his journey right away. I think, you know, having other guys' perspectives and, and having the freedom to just 
unpack everything that he wanted to unpack with them is uh, was important to me. Mm-hmm. And so Jackson looks forward to it. Uh, he he uh, has developed some great friends and, um, you know, it, it really uh, those guys, when he was sick, they, they put their hands on him. They prayed over him. They kept up with him. And, and so they did become part of his family and his support group. And that's that's what the journey's about, doing it together. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that was just uh, I, we have a couple guys, I believe that one of the guys co-guiding is was in our original group. So, uh, David Weldon. David yeah. Weldon. Uh-huh. So, yeah. you know, that I was that was awesome for me to know that he was a part of it. So. Uh, we have, we have that connection together, uh, Jackson and I do. So I just I think it's amazing, and I'm thankful that that he's had this group of guys. Well, I know David told me the other day that I mean they think it was a direct answer to prayer that he got that kidney. You know, well, I, do. I believe it's God true. heard the prayers of these brothers pouring out for Jackson, and uh, absolutely, and it, the way it just kind of happened, it just it happened pretty quick, like. Not long after one of your meetings or something like that. So I even had a journey brother. His name was Roman that was willing to go as far as to donate a kidney for me. Really? Yes. He was uh, willing to get tested and everything. But around that same time, the kidney call came in. So fortunately enough, he didn't have to go through that. So. Wow. Wow. I'm thinking of the verse that says, you know, uh, perfect love or whatever is, you know, somebody's willing to lay down their life for a brother, you know. I mean, Jesus talked about that. So that's, man, well, that is a beautiful story. Um, well, cool. That is so cool. So anything else you guys would share as part of the story that uh, it's, it's still being written, right? I mean, there's still a lot left. To- I kind of feel like we that was that was a huge phase, especially from 2018, you know, till till the kidney transplant, because I, you know, I'd sold my business mm-hmm. and I'd, I'd, I'd worked on some other things, but really that allowed me to hone in and focus on on his issues when, because that's kind of when it started that fall of 2018 and then 2019 we were we were gone a lot with with things so i kind of feel like now that we've gotten past the you know the kidney transplant we're kind of in this restart phase reboot phase i mean jackson's been accepted into john brown university to kind of go there in the fall and start start back on his college path awesome. and you know i'm working on you know, restarting careers and things like that. And so, you know, in Joel, it says that, that the Lord will give you back the things that the locust ate. Yeah, that's right. We've kind of been in a time of the locust feeding, you know, on our lives and our mm-hmm. family and, and the stressors. Jackson has two younger brothers. And, and I mean, it's it's been a family affair as mm. far as this whole health issue. So it just it just permeates. So um, I feel like the Lord now has us in that, you know, restart phase and he's I, I'm excited about what he has in store for us. And you, and you guys have a totally different perspective because of everything you've gone through, you know? So absolutely. Um, again, it, you, you appreciate things, probably small things you appreciate, you sure. know, that other people just blow past and don't even know. So, well, the things of the world that bother people, I'm like, you know, that that's, a that's okay. You, you'll get through that, uh-huh. you know, a financial situation, a, you know, everything seems to be insurmountable, but when you're when you're dealing with a health crisis that you have zero control over, and you you know one of the main things too, and I I, I kind of glossed over this, but after Jackson was born, they really gave us a dire prognosis as far as his future okay. and his developmental things and all that kind of stuff. And I'll never forget my wife and I went into a small room there at Arkansas Children's Hospital, and we prayed together, and we said, Lord, children are a gift from God. You gave this to us. 
but we give him back mm. and we let go. And, you know, it was that at that very moment that things just changed. And even though we had lots of trials and tribulations ahead, I don't feel like if we hadn't given that prayer up and prayed for him in that manner that, that you know, we we realized that we weren't in control. Yeah. And as believers and, 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 and abiding in Christ, there's really very little you can control on a, on a daily basis. And so that's why we need to look to him mm. to let him be in charge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of that moment of laying him on the altar, you know, at, you know, the sacrifice of your, your child. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and here he is 21 years later and uh, doing great and uh, love to hear about the story about John Brown University. That's a great, great school. What do you plan to study? Uh, psychology. Psychology. Okay. Well, you'll, well, and you know, Gary Oliver, my friend, Gary, yes. who's over there, which is awesome. So, uh, he's a great guy. He can talk to you about psychology. He's got all sorts of stuff to <laughs> he's learned. So that is so cool. So Jackson, what, what would you say? Um, you know, we, we have a hope that this journey, it's starting to reach younger generations, which we did the podcast from Shiloh school, which you, that's where Jackson went to school Absolutely. and, um, that how it was reaching younger, even junior high kids. Yes. And all that. So I, I think the journey meets people where they are. But um, again, back to like 21 year olds or whatever, that's an age group I don't think we're reaching as much. So, Jackson, what would you say to 21 year olds out there? Like, or even maybe there's some parents who are listening who have 21 year olds like me. I've got, what would you say to, to a 21 year old about why they might want to think about going through the journey? What, how could it help them? Well, I'd say it's never too early and it's never too late to start thinking about faith and start thinking about eternity because what here, what's here is, um, what's here is not eternal, but what, what's up there, it lasts forever. Mm -hmm. And so you'd rather work on the things of the next world than of this world because everything here will fade away. Yeah. So it's better to start earlier than later. Yeah. And maybe like kind of like what I was saying earlier, I think people just think it's never going to end or whatever. Yeah. So it's uh, um, when you're 21 years old, you don't have a eternal perspective usually. So, yeah. And to your point earlier, I was thinking my my, da my youngest daughter's in sixth grade and uh, she didn't make the dance team, you know, and she worked real hard and all that. And she was so disappointed. And then she told me um, she was thinking that she has a little friend who has brain cancer who's fighting that. And mm -hmm. she said, compared to her friend, you know, making the dance, missing out on the dance team's nothing, you know, so right. you know, perspective again. It is perspective. And then, you know, that's not to diminish those things can be, you know, are important at times sure. and, 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 and they are, but in the, in the long run, uh, everyone has, you know, I real, I came to realize when we were in a hospital setting and I was down and I'm like, man, you know, I can't believe we're going through this. I'd look around and say, wow, I'm, I'm glad we're not dealing with that because mm -hmm. you're, you're, you know, there, there were always something that could be worse mm -hmm. that you could be dealing with it from a health perspective. And, oh yeah. And some of the most beautiful children I've ever met were at, at, in these children's hospitals mm. and their, their spirit. I think God just gives them an extra portion mm -hmm. to help them get through. And uh, I couldn't imagine uh, not being a believer. Mm -hmm. But I think God, most people have a heart for younger people and children. And I think that yeah. when a child gets sick, it gets more people praying it even does. people that don't normally pray, yeah. you know, gets, gets people on their knees, you know? That's so, true. so, um, 
what's how can we pray for you, Jackson? And and you know, I'd love to ask other people out there to be praying for you guys and in any prayer requests for you moving forward. Just for my life to continue to blossom as it has been lately. Mm-hmm. And just stay stay healthy and this kidney would stay strong and all that, right? And that's it. Yeah. So there's nothing else, uh, any other health concerns right now? Or is it all going pretty strong? Right? No, everything and everything's looking really good. We're we're so blessed and thankful, and you know the the care team we've we've been uh, blessed to uh, be a part of uh, over at Vanderbilt. It's just incredible, mm-hmm. and so we're just uh, we're just very thankful. And uh, from a from a prayer perspective, I just you know we want to bless others uh, that are going through this. Yeah. Similar things. And and uh, just there's hope. Yeah. God provides the ultimate hope. He is the great physician. And so he's he's put the right people in our path the entire time. Well, I know, Eric, if there's any parents out there who have kids with any kind of similar situation, you'd be glad to talk to him and encourage him. You're, you're oh, an encourager anyway. That, that's, that's my that's, spiritual gift. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that is. You know, and again, these situations are tough on marriages. Mm-hmm. High percentage of divorce, mm-hmm. high percentage of problems tough on families. And so, I mean, I would love anyone that, that just wants to talk if, if they're going through something like this or any health issue with their child or, or whatever, I'd, I'd be glad to take time out and visit and, yeah. and encourage. And, you know, and it's a testimony to what we're preaching quote unquote in the journey, um, why you need to abide. Right. Right. If you're just, if it's, you're just going to church to get all your strength and be spoon fed from the, That's right. from your pastor or whatever, you know, in the day of, storm and trial that doesn't hold up too good but but if you abide you have a strength that you can make it through the tougher days right don't you think absolutely it's a strength like no other yeah it is and to have a band of uh, brothers and sisters uh you know going through that same walk with you and and uh experiencing the same things and i'll tell you the other thing that just is really so strengthening in these journey groups is the testimonies Mm -hmm. i mean if, if there's a if there's a group out there not doing testimonies they need to because to hear to hear everyone else's life experience and how they came to know Christ and it's just it's just a bonding moment that that everyone uh, it just kind of seals the deal in my yeah. opinion yeah and I'll just comment on that real quick um, Pete McKenzie one of our leaders out in Southern Cal he always says every person has a story and every story is worth hearing that's right and so some of the groups in California they'll go away for a weekend before they even start the the first meeting mm-hmm. to hear everybody's stories. And we didn't, couldn't really do that in our group. So what we had, we had a different person give their about 15 minute, 20 minute testimony right. at the end of every journey group. And that's what yes. you're talking about. And so, Absolutely. and you know, and some, it required some people to get out of their comfort zone and, mm-hmm. and, and, but people were pretty transparent and uh, yeah, there was a real power in all that. The, there's a definite power and, and it totally uh, messed with me as far as going to a Sunday school class after doing that in the journey group because you go around and ask people how their week was and if they needed prayer and everybody's fine. Everyone's good. Everyone's fine. Uh But it seems like in our journey groups, there's that authenticity Mm -hmm. and there's trust. Like I said before, there's just, you you grow together and you grow this trust that I can share what's on my heart or or what's happened to me. And, and uh, people relate and they're really ready to pray for you. So it's, well, and, and we say it all the time, but it it's always a great visual is that it's like a triangle and God's at the top and we're all moving up the the ang- you know, up the sides of the triangle toward God. And then the distance between us gets closer, is smaller. You know, Absolutely. we grow closer. It happens in a marriage. It can happen in a journey group. You know, if we keep our eyes on him, it kind of drops the, 
the walls drop and everybody gets closer together. So amen to that. Yeah, we saw that happen, didn't we? Yeah. And so. I'm excited about Jackson and his testimony moving forward. He's got God's got a lot of cool things for him to do. Yeah, um, Jackson, I'm I'm hoping maybe one of these days you might lead a journey group over at JBU. You know, uh, there's a lot of ripe uh, fields over there. So. You know, I was just talking about that with my mom last night. I'm like, you know, maybe I could start up a journey group over at John Brown University. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it ties in perfect, you know. I, and I, I've had my I've got four daughters and, you know, three in college, you know, so they they tell me, oh, dad, we're so busy. You know, and I'm thinking I think you can make time for it. You know? <laughs> I mean, really, it just should just be part of your normal quiet time anyway. Right. If you just build that into your normal daily devotion time it's really not that much extra time so anyway well cool well well thanks for sharing just a snippet of the story and uh and everyone out there be praying for jackson and his future going off to college next year and uh and anything finishing this group strong i guess this this spring so yeah so let me i want to pray for jackson and you and uh as we kind of close out here together lord i just want to thank you for these uh, two men and uh thank you so much for the the miracle that you provided for jackson to get uh, get that new uh, kidney and uh, i just pray continued health and strength for him lord and uh that uh, just great things ahead for him, Lord, uh, wife and kids perhaps someday, and, and just great influence, Lord, that you'd use his story to bless others, Father, and just develop him as a leader. Let him blossom, as he said, to become the man of God that you created him to be, Lord. But thank you that he's defied all the odds, Lord, uh, and that just... It just shows us that nothing happens unless you say so, Lord. And you're you're the final word on all these health issues and all these challenges that we face, Lord. So we praise you that Jackson is doing well and so thankful that he got to go be part of a journey group. And thank you for Eric and Tina and their transparency and that uh, they let you work in their life so that their son could see something in them that he wanted. And so, and he's finding it right now, Lord. So just what a great story of transformation and blessing and, and reproducing it in our own families, Lord. So we're so thankful, Lord, for all you're doing. And pray, pray anyone out there who needed to hear this would be blessed and, and maybe they would be moved to action because what they heard today, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, thank you, guys. Um, thank you, Brian. You bet. You bet. Again, this has been the Influencers Network podcast. Uh, we do these about once a week. Uh, there's a whole uh, library of other podcasts on our website, influencers.org, you can listen to, or you can catch them on Google, Apple, and uh, Spotify, anywhere you listen to, to podcasts. So uh, I'm Brian Craig, Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries, and I'm going to keep encouraging you to abide in Christ and go make disciples. God bless you. Go!